The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve. Hey, everybody. The podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship <laughs> issues in 10 minutes or less. You thought you'd break me, and you didn't, even if you are a cookie monster. I, You know what? I I feel like yeah. that somehow gives you more professional credibility rather than less, <laughs> as scary as that sounds. Wow. And the bus just keeps on rolling. All right, what do we got today from a, an alert listener, James? All right, we got a good one today. Here's the question. Next yeah. month, I'll be celebrating my one year of being single from my last relationship. I am happy where I am now, and I couldn't be prouder of myself for being strong and for changing for the better. But honestly, deep in my heart, even if I don't appear uh, to be, I still love my ex. I accepted the fate of the relationship, but funny that I still like him. <clears throat> We are in the same college, so I see him sometimes. If I'll follow the motto, you only live once, I would tell him that I want us to start again, and I love him, but of course, I will not actually say that to him. I know he is over me, and besides, I don't like our common friends to know that. Uh, I just want to know that uh, if you were my ex, how would you think of me after that revelation? I really like to hear your perspective on this because I truly enjoy listening to both of you. I'm sure she only means one of us, but we'll, we'll let that slide. Well, I still figured that too. I mean, I know both of oh. us, and there's only there's only one good one between us. So what? Just uh, what? Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Is the question done? Oh, there's one more line here, and I okay. also want to let this out because I want to acknowledge this little feeling. Thank you. All right, now we can okay. go on. <clears throat> what is she asking? Let me zero in on the question. Is she asking if I express my continued love and a desire to start over, how would we feel as the ex? Yeah, I think so. I think she said putting ourselves in, in his shoes, how, how would we react? But you can, you can interpret that as a more general request for advice if you want, should she go through with it or not. But I, I have a feeling you have a pretty decisive answer on this one. <laughs> Well, the part that we don't know is why they broke up in the first place. It sounds like when she says, I am celebrating one year, it sounds like she's the one who kind of looked over the scenario and thought, this is not a long-term prospect. And so as much as we, what, what people usually mean, James, by I still love my ex is they have a, 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 there's a distortion at play because it's sort of like when someone dies, everyone remembers them fondly and not everyone except for me is nice and cuddly all the time. People have bad days and bad breath and their one foot is bigger than the other. Like there's a lot of foibles that get overlooked when you are reflecting on a relationship. And this one doesn't sound like it ended in a ball of flames like this sounds like it coasted to a stop and one of them said this just can't work out long term i'm sorry it can't and you still like each other you still have a lot in common you like the same movies and the same music and you're sort of at each other's rhythm and those are hard to find those relationships so the fact that she's looking back and thinking well maybe we could make a second go at it i think <clears throat> And there's been a lot of comedians that have done this bit, but it's like, this milk is sour, but maybe tomorrow it'll be okay. There's a reason that you two broke up. And I'm guessing that he is doing a little bit better of a job out in the dating pool than you are. And so a little of you might be envious too, but when you spend a lot of time alone, you start reflecting on when was I happier? And I was happiest when we went to Disneyland. Or I was happiest when he and I uh, took that long walk and he told me about uh, his mother dying. Or like, uh, like a 
what? felt close to him. I felt he was vulnerable. Like, uh, whatever it is. Your definition of happy is really else. warped. <laughs> but, she's, but she's happy because of the intimacy that they shared. And he may have started showing qualities that said this isn't a long-term thing. Anyway. Her question isn't that, so I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole, except if she wants to try this again, my caution is you two, because of time served, are going to fall right back into the groove that you wore with each other in the first place. And so you're going to find all the good times will still be just as good and all the bad times will still be just as bad. And whatever was sort of frumpy about the relationship, at first, it'll be great. You won't even remember the frumpy. You two will be all over each other. You'll be happy. This is if you get back together. But it's going to end up where it's, it's going to end up right back in the same place. So I would caution you against it. From his point of view, if he's already moved on, and James, I hate to say this is how guys work, but he would rather experience all the newness of his singularity and dipping his toe and uh, other body parts into the dating pool, I don't think he will receive it in a way that you are looking forward to. I don't think he'll be turned off. I wouldn't be angry about it, but I think I would be put on the spot and may disappoint you with my response. But what say you, James Breakwell? You know, and I don't. I don't guess. We, we, as always, we have a big blind spot here, so we don't know the. Yeah. Uh, we don't know the nature of the relationship. If he's like most college guys, I've had encounters with. If you went and expressed your feelings to him, I have a feeling in, in a cold and calculating world, what it would probably lead to is a one night stand, and then the next morning a talk about how you should still be friends. I realistically think that's where that ends. Maybe a few more one night stands after that, but it it doesn't it doesn't lead to a long term future. Uh, I think the bottom line is that people always look better from a distance because let's be honest, up close we're all awful. We really are. And you were well, especially Steve. Seriously, I spent so much time with this guy. I know all of his flaws. But I mean, the more time you're with somebody, the more you because you're drawn in. You don't start a relationship based on somebody's flaws. You start a relationship based on their good qualities, and then you slowly discover what's wrong with them over time. That's the fun of a relationship. Every day, a new a new present of what's what's wrong with you now. And you you opened all those boxes and you saw what was in there. And college is a really unique time because nobody is really in a holding pattern. Everybody there is looking forward. Nobody there is saying, I'm going to be a college student for the rest of my life. At least I hope not. There are a few sad souls who are going to graduate school and then you turn into Steve and whatever. That's a, that's a road you don't want to go down. But most people, wow. it's all about potential. It's all about future. It's not what I am now. It's what I'm going to be. It's what I'm going to do. And you saw this person at their capacity, at their most forward looking, and you said, you know what, when I look at our future, I don't see us together. And you know, everybody, no, nobody's life turns out exactly how they expect, but you can say right here at the very early step, if your paths are going in different directions, I would trust your instincts. I mean, you called this relationship off or he called it off. Somebody called it off for a reason. He said that you're not compatible. And that was, and it's not an easy thing to break up, especially in college when you can kind of slip into a comfortable role and just stay there for a few years and coast. But you were brave enough to say, you know what, this isn't good enough for us long term. So don't don't backtrack on the person who was brave enough to back to, to break up with him a year ago. Stick to that. And whatever it was that was the deal breaker, the one thing that you said, I can't live with it the way this is, keep looking for the person who checks that box for you. Because you are never going to have a larger or easier dating pool than you have right now in college. You've got, you know, four grades of people who are in your age range, who are largely single, who are all starting fresh, just like you. And if you're ever going to 
to find a long-term partner. It will never be easier than it is right now in this moment. Uh, so really take advantage of that. See what's out there and see if you can't find somebody whose flaws you don't know yet. And you know what? At least, at least they'll be new and different and exciting flaws and go down that road. So I say don't go back to them. Stay friends if you want, but don't, uh, don't profess your love. I think, I think you're better than that and you, you owe yourself more than that. Wow. James, that was, uh, I'm sort of in awe of that answer because I don't know that I've ever seen you acting paternal like what? that before. <laughs> I am always a fountain of wisdom. How dare you doubt me? Just be Well, it wasn't just wisdom. This, uh, you're not quite old enough to be her father, but there's a significant age gap, and she's a girl, and you have all girls, and I think uh, you got a little energy around this one. I like that. This is a new wrinkle in your personality that I think is a positive one. Don't you start accusing me of being a good person. I will cancel this podcast. I will end it right now. <laughs> Boy, when you say life never ends up where you think it does, I know. did I ever dream of doing a podcast with Breakwell and being sort of stuck in it like Apollo 13, just orbiting over and over again with no hope of returning home? I don't think so. But I agree with everything James <laughs> said, and I'm, I'm flabbergasted by the force behind the wisdom. That was very good. Well, I just, You didn't really answer the question, but I, I think... I, I did. Yeah. I said, don't go back to him. That was the bottom line. No, no. Well, I know, but her, her direct... That's what she wanted to know, obviously. But her uh, the question was, how would you react had you or were you her ex to that proclamation? That was, that was the first thing I said. I said it would be a one-night stand with a friendship talk right at the start. You know <laughs> that, what? That was it, very good. It's not, it's not my fault you don't listen. I'm counting on her, too. We've only got one or two listeners. So <laughs> she'll be tuned in. It'll be all right. Well, this is this is actually just right up my alley because it's what I was thinking about with that newsletter I wrote the other day. I was just reflecting yeah. on my 12-year anniversary and how my wife and I are now at 34, very different people than we were at 18. We both changed in ways we didn't expect, but we just happened that we changed in the same ways going along so we're still very compatible and I guess I could see how some couples could get to this point and if my wife and I had changed in completely different ways you know marriage would be pretty hard I could see how that happens but I mean if you uh, if you don't even start out in the same place if you already see yourself going in different trajectories at stage one yeah I think uh I think she made a very wise call right off the bat. Much like everybody who tuned into this podcast made a wise call. <laughs> if you... And someday when you die in your sleep, suffocating under a pillow, Lola will remember you fondly. Yes, I, I'm sure she will. Those, those, those presents of all the flaws, she's opened them all. She knows everything by now. There's, there are no bad surprises left. She's got them all. She wanted a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> she got two pigs instead. <laughs> Bring well, it home, bro. Well, if you have a question you'd like to send in to us, it doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be uh, it can be dating, it can be platonic, co-workers, whatever you have. Send it in to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. And we'll do our best to solve it in 10 minutes or less. This has been another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage. And that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.